This is Bert Bollinger, editor of Hardwood Floors Magazine. The episode of the NWFA Real Answers podcast that you're listening to today is brought to you by the NWFA Emerging Leaders Council. Today we have Michael Martin and Chris Izza on the phone, and we are going to talk to them about what's going on in the world today. Thank you, Bert. So this morning, the $349 billion emergency small business lending program officially tapped out. The SBA officially ran out of money for the Paycheck Protection Program. Now, that doesn't mean that there won't be more money coming, but it's going to be a little while before that happens because as of the time of us recording this on late Thursday, the Treasury Secretary and the Democrats had not reached any sort of an agreement on what could go through Congress. So while they're trying to reach an agreement on a package that will immediately increase funding for the program, that hasn't happened as of yet. And as we all know, I think those of us who have applied um, from the stories I've heard, the program has and continues to have some glitches and a few difficulties, to, some hoops to jump through. But you got to give the federal government credit. It rolled through $349 billion in less than two weeks. So that just reinforces how urgent this funding really has been for small business owners. So, you know, again, we, we laugh, we have a good time. We try to keep this podcast as light as possible, but there, there is an immediate need that's out there that we're all looking at and, and trying to figure out our best way through this. So what it means overall is that, you know, the Small Business Administration sent out a notice to banks last night that once they'd reached their funding level, they were, they were exhausted. And so we're waiting again for funding. So that said, we had some really interesting calls today, Chris, on our every Thursday, we do Thought Leader Thursdays through NWFA, where we bring together a group of four different calls. We have a group of manufacturers, a group of distributors, a group of retailers, and a group of contractors. And Chris was on the contractor call with us today. And we actually got some really good news, actually, from the Small Business Administration. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Chris, and let you talk about that a little. Yeah, happily, um, finally funded. So for clarity, while we were on the call and, you know, everybody's, we're talking about, you know, what are you doing with your company and, you know, when do we think we're going to come out of this? And, you know, we're sharing different ideas of what we may and how we may want to market when this, as we go into it, you know, talking about virtual showrooms and FaceTiming with individuals to look at samples and then bring the samples to the client. It was a good conversation. And then while we're talking, we got interrupted from one of the members from out on Long Island, and he had just gotten an email response that he got funded. And so that was kind of exciting. And it was a bunch of congratulations because we're all waiting. And then I'm thinking, okay, good. Maybe today is the day. And then we went on with the conversation some more. There were some questions for that individual on, you know, when did you process so we could put a timeline from request to funding. As that was happening, I muted the call because I took a call in from my office and they said that my bank had called and we got funded. There were two contractors on that call that got funded today. So I imagine, I know that the news was that the money's out. And, and I think if I understand it correctly, it means that all the earmarked funds have, are now accounted for. And now the earmarked funds are going to go out. So what you need to be checking on is whether or not you got a loan application number, which I did, as we said yesterday, and that meant that you were earmarked for the money. So, you know, when I turned on the, smooth, the news this morning and it was, you know, we're out of money, I, I was worried, but was also hopeful that it just meant if you haven't applied yet, you're probably not getting it. 
And so, yeah. and, and I think by I the think end of is. I think by the end of today, we can kind of look back at what's happened and said, and look at it and say, one possibility is that, you know, obviously the SBA knew that they were going to run out of funds. The banks knew they had alerted the banks last night, but they turned it off so that the volume coming to the website would stop for a while so they could process what's there while the federal government looks at potentially funding a second round. So I think it's actually to some degree a catch up time for the banks to process the loans that are already in process. They know where the end point is and they can't, they can say to everyone, you have to wait now for second round. And that gives them time to process through what's already in front of them because it's a huge undertaking to try to take 350 billion into the marketplace in, in less than two weeks and get all that processing done. I mean, you and I both know what it takes to get a bank loan in the first place. And it takes a lot more than the time that's been done for to roll out that enormous amount of money. So I think that's what we're seeing is sort of a pause button. And hopefully then there will be a second round of funding. Is that your interpretation, Chris? It's absolutely my interpretation. But I also think there's one more step to that hitting the pause button, if you will. What's going to happen is now as everyone's getting funded, the bank is going to report back and say, okay, here's what's wrong with our process on round one, and you need to fix this, this, and this. So I won't be surprised if more funding comes in. I, I actually think it will. I'm very optimistic of that. But they, they still have to go through the full process of receiving that $350 billion into the banks, out to the recipients, and then managing that. And I think you might see a couple changes in process. But on on the other side of it, they're also going to have a better timeline of how long it will take. So, you know, it's all I agree with you to to have done this in a two week period is phenomenal. And, you know, I obviously it's going to help us all. So I think tomorrow is going to be a big day. day. Um, I don't know when the money is going to physically get into our account. But we've been told we're funded. And then the other thing, Michael, that we didn't mention is I had to take a picture of my license and send it into the bank because my money is going to have to go into a newly formed account at the bank. And they said it was because the amount is over $50,000. I don't particularly care that I need a new account, but I'm happy to do it. And we did. Right. So, um formality process i'm all in that's where i'm at that's my day i'm happy to see this happen and you know we're just going to continue what we're doing i did another wood floor inspection today so that was three this week and uh the general mood is good people let you in the door so not to be nosy because i know we've talked to a lot about that payroll protection program the ppp through the sba which sounds like some kind of rap song let's get the <laughs> sba with the ppp yeah you know me no, that's the wrong. That's the wrong. You know what I mean? There's a lot. I of do. I do. Going and, on and, and frankly, Bert, if you cut this out of that podcast, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> so my point is to you is that, you know, there were two parts of this program. So there's the PPP, which is the payroll protection program. Yes. And then there were there were the there was the loan slash grant stimulus side of this as well. Did you apply for both of those? Did you did you get anything from the grant side? So. So to be clear, I did apply for both and um, I don't, I won't know till tomorrow, I'm guessing what the amount that's been approved is. And so I applied for all of the payroll money, which was two and a half times our monthly payroll, a little more than a couple hundred grand. 
And then 25% of that is what you're entitled to file for. And I filed for that as well. So as soon as we, I asked my office, have we been told what the amount is yet? And we have not, but I'm expecting it to be everything I asked for, but we're going to find out, you know, and in that 25%, Michael, what was in there was the rent on our warehouse, the mortgage interest on our building, utility bills, you know, everything that they put on that category for an allowance. So we, and we'll talk about another day when you, you know, definitively what happened with yeah. that. But one, one of the things that came up also on our contractor uh, call today, um, our good friend, Kevin Mullaney out in New Mexico talked to us about a grant that he uh, was able to secure. I don't sure they were able to secure it or he found out about it through ussavesmallbusiness.com. That's a U.S. Chamber of Commerce grant. Um, and I'm going to read that address again. I'm going to slow down for you. That's letters U.S. Saves small business.com. And so that's for companies that are three to 20 employees. They are in economically vulnerable communities and they've been affected by C19. So if you feel like you're one of those companies that's between three and 20 employees, you are economically vulnerable situation or community and you've been affected by C19, then go to that website and see, you can put in your zip code after you click on the grant and see if you um, can get some funding from the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. So that was a new resource that I, I had not heard of. I don't know if you had heard of that, Chris, or not. No, I hadn't heard of it. And I and as soon as Kevin had, had made mention of it on the call, I immediately brought it up on a screen, and I tried to qualify. And I can tell you that my two zip codes of our two locations in the Boston market did not qualify. So it, it is zip code driven, and uh, I'm not sure what, economically vulnerable community means by definition, but I can tell you that our two locations didn't meet that criteria, but I hope yours out there does. And you just, it's nothing more than put in this zip code and you right. find out if you qualify. Right. Yeah. So there's no harm in doing it. Go out, check it out, see if you, if you can apply or not. And we'll do some more research and find out some more information on that moving forward. So that's about it for today, Chris. Anything else from the, I want to talk tomorrow about some of the things that we grasp from our other steering committees, from our manufacturers, our distributors, and our retailers. But I think that pretty much wraps up our call for today. Was there anything else from the contractor call you wanted to talk about? No, I think that does. And um, maybe tomorrow we, we, you know, we'll hear a little more. I'll check in with that contractor from New York. If his money made it to his bank, we'll see if my money right. made it to my bank. And uh, and you know, we'll, and then maybe we'll have our answer on uh, the 25% growth above the PPP plan, you know, above the payroll part. And right. maybe we have a few more answers there. But until then, guys, uh, good luck out there. Keep it real, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Zizza. Thanks again for all your time today. We appreciate it. Back to you, Bert. Well, Michael, Chris, thanks for your time today. If you have any topics that you want us to cover right now, please let us know. I've put my contact information in the podcast description, and we look forward to your input. And as always, stay safe, and we'll talk again soon.